Ogumbawale for the win. Welcome to Locked On Women's Basketball. I'm your host, Howard Magdal. Remind you, you can follow us on Twitter at LockedOnWBB. Make sure you're listening to all our incredible hosts following, caring about the women's game every day. Locked On Women's Basketball is brought to you by Built Bar. Hurry, hurry, only through December, th- December 23rd. Locked 15. L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 over at Built.com and you get 15% off your order. Incredibly delicious bars. Low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat. High in protein. High in protein. Cozy up with it over the holiday break. I know I plan to. We all know who else plans to. Go to built.com. L O C K E D 1 5. Tell them Grandma Myrna sent you. And we're here today to talk about Aaliyah Boston's dominance. I had a chance to speak with her a little after Wednesday night's game. Big win over Duke. Very good Duke team. We're going to talk more about Duke in the next couple of weeks. And I suspect for years to come, because Carol Lawson has figured some things out. But both Aaliyah Boston and Don Staley spoke and used the word dominance. And so I want to take you inside a little bit what that means. I had the chance to sit down one-on-one with Aaliyah Boston her freshman year and talk about the numbers she was putting up. And I wrote at the time that she was putting up numbers that actually compared favorably to Asia Wilson, the statue herself. And it was true then and it's true now, but what's absolutely absurd is that Aaliyah Boston so far this year, 11 games in, She's better than she was her freshman year. Took a step back numerically last year, but I've said on this program, I'm going to say it to all who will listen, I'm not counting anything that happened last year as representative going forward for all the reasons that you can imagine. But I want to talk about the ways in which her game has gotten better here in her junior season. Because, dear Lord, it is amazing. I just want to talk about a few of these things. So let's start with how she stretches the floor. She talked to me back in her freshman year about a desire to become somebody who is a threat anywhere on the floor, out to the three-point line. In her freshman year, she made just two of 12 threes. Both numbers matter there. Only two made threes, you know, 16.7%. But she only took 12 in 33 games. So far this year, she is making 37.5% of her threes, which is absolutely a green light from a coach. 
and she's taken 16 and 11 games. Now, no, that's not Diana Taurasi-level attempts per game, but that's not what you're looking for out of Aaliyah Boston, out of a stretch five. That's not, that's not her game. Her game is everywhere, but primarily in the post. And so the fact that she has become an above-average three-point shooter and is taking more than one a game is a very, very big deal as teams need to steam for her. Her overall field goal percentage is virtually identical to last, but to two years ago, 60.2 compared to 60.8. But again, her effective field, percentage, field goal percentage is much higher. 62.4% compared to 61.2 because of where she's getting those shots. In terms of her rebounding, she's a better total rebounder in terms of percentage, but her defensive rebounding percentage has gone from 22.6 to 28. Now, again, Aaliyah Boston was already an elite defensive player. And people tend to think about rebounding as part of defense, but it's as foolproof a defensive maneuver as there is. You've ended another team's possession. So the fact she is grabbing 28% of available defensive rebounds is a very big deal. And she blocked 8.8% of her block opportunities in her freshman year, 7.2 last year. It's 11.4% this year. It's a ridiculous number. And if you watch that Duke game, she doesn't just get him standing at the rim. She anticipates. I talked a little bit to Dawn about an anticipation she made that actually was a steal, effectively. And it was in their end in South Carolina. There was a loose ball. And Boston was screened by three defender, three opposing players, saw it, had the presence of mind to get around them, got the ball, and finished with a layup. It's just what she does. She just sees the court. But offensively speaking, she was a fine passer out of the post her freshman year. Assist percentage was 8. Her assist percentage this year is 16.7%. She's more than doubled it. And she's not doing it at the expense of costing her team extra possessions, which matters. For this South Carolina team that does a ton of things well, rebounds as well as any team I can remember in recent memory, South Carolina or otherwise, but they do miss a lot of shots. So making sure you're limiting how many empty possessions you got matters. Well, her turnover percentage is 7.6%. You know, that's virtually Elena Deladon territory. Those of you who may not be as aware of that part of Deladon's game, her turnover percentage is routinely in the sixes, which is just absurd. She's going to be the all-time leader in the W for a long time. Unless this is who Aaliyah Boston is becoming, in which case Boston may push her in a couple years. When she will be, and I keep telling you guys this, she will be a top overall pick. She will be an instant star. She's ready. You could put her in a WNBA lineup today. Today. And it's not just me talking. This is a WNBA talent evaluator I was talking to recently. 
and she would be an all-star right away. That's how good she is. So Dawn challenged her. Dawn said, you need to be dominant. Well, we're 11 games in. Aaliyah Boston is dominant. So let's hear what Aaliyah had to say. Let's hear from Dawn. But watch Aaliyah Boston whenever you have the opportunity. I'm just going to leave you with this number. In the last five years, two freshmen, two freshmen in the entire nation, Division I, have had 10 win shares or more. One is Paige Beckers last year. There's a reason why people talk about Paige Beckers all the time, and they should. The other was Aaliyah Boston, who people can, should, must be talking about all the time. Well, so far, this is a vastly better year than her freshman year. That's where Leah Boston is. We're in uncharted territory. So, here's Aaliyah. Here's Dawn. Hope you're all having a wonderful week and staying safe out there. For the love of God, get boosted if you haven't. If you haven't gotten vaccinated, do that too. A little late to the party. But please get boosted and stay safe out there. Not just for you, but for everyone. Your actions affect the collective. I'm Howard Magdal, and this is Locked on Women's Basketball. Hi, Leah. How are you? Good. How are you? I wanted to ask um, about specifically that run you had in the fourth quarter there. They had gotten in, in within nine points at that point, and you, I think you scored, was it six points, and you got the steal. Just kind of what was that for the moment, and what was going through your mind at that time when you were able to sort of create that energy for the team there in the fourth quarter? Yeah, I mean, they went on their run, but I just knew that that when I caught the ball, I had to read the defense and just be dominant, like Coach tells me. And on the steal, I think I have, like, quick hands, so I try to make them work. I also wanted to ask, you know, we've had, I think you've had four double-doubles in the last four games consecutively. Just what has really been clicking along this stretch here? I mean, against some really tough competition, too, tonight and then with Maryland on Sunday. I'll just say my focus coming into each game is to be dominant, um, make sure that I just play how I know how to play, um, crash the boards, make it hard for them, and just play basketball. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, yeah, um, you just touched on this a little bit about the idea of being dominant. They they really collapsed mm. the the paint every time the ball went inside with the zone. Kind of how difficult was the sledding in there in that sense of, you know, you had to look for the right play or turn and make a strong move. It wasn't something like you just had one-on-one the whole time and could take your time making a move. Yeah, um, just like you said, defense, um, coach actually gave me a tip on which way to go. I won't spoil it and I won't tell you which way she's told me, but um, she told me which way to go and I kind of started working that way and then it opened up a lot more. Hey, Leah, let me ask you about that 17-0 run uh, South Carolina had in the first period. They kind of broke the game up. And just give me a player's – I think you had seven of those points. Just give me a player's perspective of, of, of what was going on and why everything was working so well. I think it definitely all started on the defensive end. Um, we tried to make it very hard um, for them to score. And with that, we gave them, like, one chance on the shot. We got the rebound, and we just tried to push the ball um, as fast as we could in transition. And also just offensive rebounding, giving us – giving ourselves more chances to score.
So this is the second game in a row you've seen this sort of zone, but it's really trying to keep you out of the paint. How have you adapted over that time to, from what you've seen and being able to be comfortable, more comfortable lifting and helping out from the perimeter against this focus? Yeah, you just move the ball. And I think it just, when it comes to me, just ducking in or even not being afraid to step out and take that shot. And then when you're able to get them out of the paint more, then you go right back in. So with rebounding, we've seen you guys just really, really dominate and show that, that that's one of the areas where you excel the most. How much pride do y'all take in being such a huge like rebounding team? How much do y'all talk about mm-hmm. it? And just, just how much of an emphasis is that for the identity of this team this year? We talk about it every time we step on the floor, just continue to dominate the boards, just give ourselves more opportunities or just kind of cut their opportunities down short and we just play. Thank you. Thanks. John, how are you? I wanted wanted to ask um, just kind of that the first period specifically, just the dominance that y'all were able to show early on. Just how did that carry in through the second half, which we saw where it just, you know, it it wasn't clicking the same way. You had Duke, I think, outscore both the third and the fourth period. Just kind of how did that catapult y'all? And what did you see in the second half that you're hoping to improve on? Um, I mean, we we did get off to a, a pretty decent start. And then um, I think we just started thinking, just overthinking and um, just not playing simple basketball. It's really a simple game. Basketball is truly simple. I think it's the people that, uh, that, 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 that think, they think differently, they do differently. Um, and I think we were a little just mentally fatigued. Um, didn't, you know, we had one day... Uh, one day of practice. I'm, I'm not making excuses either, but you know, when you play as many tough teams as you play, you, you gotta lock in and it really wears on you from a mental standpoint. So I thought mentally after that, that first quarter, we probably thought we were smooth sailing and took our, our foot off the gas and, and we learned a lesson. Don't help. How much of that had to do with not having having Destiny Anderson on the court to kind of settle your team down? I mean, it, it may hurts when you don't have your starting point guard, you know. But we haven't we, we haven't had her for two weeks now, so we should we should be making the adjustment. Um, and we're not making the adjustment as quickly. Um, I think just pace has a lot to do with um, us when we play well. When we when we are playing with a certain level of pace and pushing the ball and moving it, it it helps us. And uh, the, the zone. In the game and make it interesting. I was going to ask you about the zone. Duke's played mostly man this year. Were we expecting that much zone from them? And how did you make those in-game adjustments? Um I mean, after the Maryland game, I, I figured they would play a little bit of zone. I didn't think they would play the entire game because they, they haven't really shown a whole lot of zone. Um, but we were aware, you know, we, we knew that it was, it was going to happen. And depending on how well we, we, uh, we play out of it is how long they'll, they'll play it. And they just stuck with it. Um, 
I mean, we, we, we snuck and got a win. And sometimes you got to get lucky when it, when it, when it, when it boils down to not playing your best basketball. Hey, Don, Aaron with the AP. Um, I wanted to ask you about the five games now you've won against ranked teams. This has been an incredibly demanding schedule to play against top tier competition and some of those games coming on the road. What have you liked about the way your team has sort of handled this challenge, especially for the aspirations that this team has for the long term? I mean, I like it. I like our team. I like their approach to it. I like uh, the fact that um, they want to win every basketball game. I like the fact that they're resilient. Uh, when they don't play their best basketball, there's still a, you know, a burning desire to want to win. I mean, we're rebounding the ball extremely well. Um, and I, I do think we're getting Aaliyah touches, a lot more touches when, when we need them. Um, and I think she's just resilient. You know, I, I heard a question. I mean, she just continues to move. Like you have to play with a, with a lot of pace to keep up with um, the amount of movement activity that she has. Um, whether it's zone or man, she, she, she's just, moved. she's always, uh, she's a moving target. So, um, for her to be able to, you know, get 19 points or 14 rebounds with seeing double and triple teams, um, it's a tribute to her and her ability to be active. It seems like as the game went on, and especially after the, after the Maryland game, uh, you guys have become a lot more, um, I've been a lot more comfortable reversing the ball, hitting those backside uh, threes and the cuts against this kind of zone. Do you think that kind of exposure has helped round out the offense? Um, us? No, 17 turnovers, a lot of missed uh, layups, a lot of missed threes. Um, we're going to get better. You know, obviously, um, it's, it's really hard for us to simulate that because we don't really play zone. So we, we got to simulate it. I, we told our coaches, we got to really simulate. We got to go look at, see what Maryland did and see what Duke did and simulate, put our players in those situations where, you know, it, you know, they'll be a lot more fam- familiar with it when they see it. Um, and I, I think it'll help too to get our, you know, our point guard back. Um, she's day to day. So she'll, you know, we'll see where she is when we get back on the floor. Gotcha. And then what's the advantage of having a crowd that can come into a place or having a, having a crowd for you guys travels and can come into a place like Cameron and, and at times help like drown out the stadium? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, we, we, our, our fans, they do travel well. I mean, they look forward to, you know, playing close to home. I mean, we knew that once we scheduled this, this home and home, you know, they were going to come. Um, I think, uh, I think they drew, Duke drew a good crowd tonight and it was just great. You know, I don't know if the, the execution of the game was, was great, but it was great. The, the fans executed their part. Mentioned overthinking. It looked like in the second half you took Zaya out just to get her to clear her head or something and she came back in and hit two shots. Did you say anything to her or do you just let her figure it out herself? <clears throat> Well, yeah, I took her out to say something to her. I just, I just told her she needs to relax. You know, I think Zaya has a tendency to press a little bit, especially when she's not making a whole lot of shots. Um, and, you know, once she steps away from it, she usually comes back a little bit more energized. And I thought she, you know, she hit two key buckets for us, uh, when Duke was making their run. Um, you know, but she's still very young and she's still learning and growing. And, um, sometimes you gotta, I let them see the game from a different vantage point and, and, and get her back out there. So I have the utmost, you know, confidence in, in Zaya and her ability to make shots and the 
defend and she'll come back stronger. All right, um, Howard, we'll uh, take questions from you now. Thanks, Dawn. Congratulations on the win. Um, I, there's a play that Aaliyah made, I think it was early fourth quarter, where she was kind of screened by three different defenders. There were there was a ball that was loose on your end. She had the presence of mind to see it, go to the ball, and finish with the layup. Uh, I'm wondering if you could tell me what you think a play like that says about how locked in she is and what she sees on the floor. I mean, Leah just wants to win. Um, and, um, she, she's a playmaker. Like she's, she, she's going to do whatever it takes to win. I think she's, I mean, she's built her game up to where she recognizes what's needed in any given moment. Um, and, you know, you, you describe that play, but I, you know, I, I see other plays like, I mean, the block shots at the, in the fourth quarter. Um, I see, you know, the stretch in the fourth quarter where we got her the ball. She had to score for us. Like we wanted the ball to go into her and she delivered. I think she's just, you know, she's a junior. She has a pretty good understanding of where she wants to go and what she wants to do. Um, overall and, you know, daily she's doing that. She's doing it in practice. Like this isn't anything that she doesn't already do. Like every day she works at her craft and, you know, craft rewards her in, in, in big games like this. And just in terms of the rebounding edge that you guys have had, you, know, you, you did this against the Duke team that came in top 20 in the country. You know, Maryland makes its living on the boards. You, you out rebound them, I think, 62-34. You talked about the things that you like about this team with rebounding being so much uh, about desire. How much do you feel like it's emblematic of the team that you've built here? I mean, it's, it's, it's a fabric of who we are. Um, uh, we miss a lot of shots too. So I think, <laughs> I think we are well aware of that. And, and we, we set ourselves up to, uh, to rebound the ball. Um, we got lanes, we got athleticism, we got will, we got grit. And that particular area is where we create separation and, and, and hopefully it continues throughout the rest of the season. Thanks, Tom. Hey, Coach, how are you? Um, you have a class. You have a class, uh, that freshman class uh, from 2019, that's been really just making their mark on the program record books. And already in her junior season, Aaliyah is nine blocks away from passing Kiki and Elena for second place and then obviously trailing Asia. What does it mean to have their impact and that you see? And do you all discuss those type of uh, records, or is it just like day, day by day, game by game? Um. I, our 2019 freshman class and I often, I often just kind of marvel, um, at the fact that they all came in and all, they all came in and started except, um, LA who, you know, came in with the, with the knee injury. And I, I, I don't see that very often throughout the country where freshmen come in and make an impact and it can start and, and they can continue um, their their great play. I think it has to do with their their want to win. I think it has to do with um, they play different positions and um, and the fact that they they really like each other. They still call each other freshmen, like they they call each other the, the, the freshman group. Um, and they'll 
don't fool you into thinking that every freshman class can come in and, and make an impact on this level. Um, but along the way, they are, they're leading, you know, they want the best for everybody on the team. And when you have, um, the core group of your team like that, um, you continue to grow. Good things happen for them and, 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 you know, good things happen for our team. So, you know, super proud of them. And, um, I'm not counting down the days until they're gone. Um, but I, I don't think we'll have another freshman class that, that brought it, you know, for the two and a half years and, and we got a year and a half to go with them. I don't think there's another class that will repeat, um, what they've been able to bring to our program. And Don, I wanted to ask about Destiny Littleton tonight. We really saw her minutes go up, and I wanted to know what has she been showing you in practice? And then her three-point shot, it looked very, very good, especially in the first half. I just wanted to ask, you know, just her development and what you've seen from her as of late. So, I mean, we're at a, we're at a place in, in our program where we got a core group of players that play together. Um, so now when you, when you look at the rest of our, our players, you know, they, they are situational players. Like I thought of the situation call for her to space the floor and be ready to shoot the ball when, when they were collapsing so much on Aaliyah. And I mean, time and time again, she's, she's, she's delivered. And I just thought today was her day. She's been shooting the ball. I mean, she's always in the gym. She's always the last one to leave. Um, so it's not, you know, it's not, you know, we, we know she can, we know she can shoot it. It's just we got to put her in a position during games that we can take advantage of that.